Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast, hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hey guys, welcome back to Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking the action required to manifest everything we've ever wanted. I hope you enjoyed episode one and are feeling more empowered to think about your habits and rituals a bit differently and with your goals in mind. In this episode, sorry, in the next episode after this one, I'm getting all into making sure you're setting goals properly so you could make sure that you go in tune into that one after this episode. Right now, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory into how I got to where I am today and the journey of procrastination, indecision, lack of direction and fear of everything that preceded this podcast and how I came to realize that I was in a toxic relationship with myself, gaslighting myself, putting myself down, sabotaging myself and what overcoming that looked like and still looks like. Because though the relationship I was in with myself was toxic, obviously you can't get out of a toxic relationship with yourself as easily because you can't just leave. Like you are with yourself forever. Uh, But what we can do is we can break up with our excuses. So before we dive into this episode, I want to remind you that the offer for £100 off of my coaching, my one-on-one coaching is still valid for only my lovely podcast listeners. So if you're ready to break up with your excuses, set your goals properly for 2023, develop sustainable habits and take some needle moving action, my one-on-one mentorship is exactly what you need. Together what we'll do is we'll create a specific plan for you and I will ask you the best questions that you've never even thought of that will help you get to the bottom of why you haven't been able to take any action on your goals. And obviously the accountability that comes from having a coach will propel you into motion faster than you can ever imagine. So if you're ready for action and ready to manifest your dream life, go to Instagram and DM me podcast for a discount. The link to my Instagram is in the show notes, or you can just find me at Sarah Manifest Action. So we all make excuses, right? We all have the story that we tell ourselves about why what we want to achieve isn't possible for us. And those might sound something like this. I can't start a business because my full-time job is too demanding. I can't make money from my passion because my passion isn't profitable. I'm not qualified to do this. I don't have time to work out regularly. I could never lose weight because of X, Y, and Z. I can't change careers right now because it's too late for me. And many of these examples are from my past and full disclosure, sometimes my present as well. And they kept me small for so long. So what I did is I faced my excuses and I started to view them as barriers to follow through. So what these excuses are, are what I like to call barriers to follow through in disguise. 
You might have heard the term limiting belief before, and I prefer this term barriers to follow through because it creates this image of us having the ability to simply lift up the barrier in order to follow through with our goals. And we love a tangible visualization like this. So what you need to do is figure out what these excuses are trying to tell you. Okay, those things probably don't seem like excuses at the moment. They probably seem like facts. So when I was working with my first coach, Brianna, shout out to Miss Mindset if you're listening, I had a breakthrough when I was working with her for my excuse that I could never start a business. Um, This belief that I had, this excuse, came from an experience that I'd had in school where I actually ended up failing a section of this young enterprise project I was doing. I had never failed anything in my life up until that point and I felt so much shame around it. I told absolutely no one. I tried never to think about it ever again and I didn't realize for a very long time, this was back in 2020, early 2021, so about two years ago now, that that this was actually holding me back. Um, when I reflected it, I realized that actually this project was something that I didn't even want to sign up for. Um, and when I did sign up for it, I didn't really end up doing any of the work involved. So actually it would kind of make sense that I didn't pass. Um, I can't really remember how I came to sign up for it now, but probably because all my friends were doing and I was feeling the FOMO or more likely it could have been the kind of thing that my dad suggested I do. I can't remember. I can't even remember what the team was selling, but I know that I literally did nothing. So (laughs) that cliche person in a group project, I know, but there were so many people involved that they definitely didn't miss me. So because I ended up doing nothing I learned nothing and like duh I didn't pass the test because I didn't care enough about it to pass but still have I had so much shame around failing that it created this belief within me that I could never start a business but imagine if I had cared about the project I would have put so much more effort into learning what I needed to learn to make a good product and sell a good product and probably would have passed So now with my own two businesses, I had to remove that barrier to following through by knowing that my my own businesses are projects that I deeply care about and I know that I will work my ass off to make them a success. And also there's no test at the end of my first year of business. No one is going to grade me on my knowledge, my progress, my marketing strategy. The only tests are, now listen carefully to this, how I feel about the results not the results themselves, but how I allow or don't allow that to dictate how I feel and go about my life. I'm going to say that again. The only thing that matters is how I feel about the results. I would also use this excuse that my particular set of super individual circumstances, we all have those things, right? Meant that it would be harder for me to achieve my goals than quote unquote other people my job and how I didn't really have much free time, where I'm currently based, my home, my commute, the country I'm living in. So many things that were not really even like hard things to overcome became excuses for why I couldn't follow through with what I wanted to do. And actually realizing those things were just excuses took me a really long time. And when I did face them and practice believing that they were nothing other than excuses, things really started to shift. 
of all of those things, the one that would come up the most was my job means I don't have any time or energy to work on my business because that just felt like a fact, right? It really didn't, it took me a long time to really believe that that was an excuse it, because it just felt so true. I'm a teacher and when I'm at work, I'm constantly on, I have a really long commute and often I have work to do after school. But when I look deeper into this, I realized that actually a lot of my time at school was spent doing a lot of things I didn't really need to be doing like chatting with my colleagues and meetings. And this made me so much more productive during my workday once I realized that actually this was an excuse. And then of course there's holidays, right? I get so many weeks holiday a year as a teacher, 15 weeks a year. Yes, 15 weeks a year. And that doesn't even include random holidays here and there. So with those, it's probably closer to 16. And I used to think like, this is such a ridiculous example, guys, but trust me, it really made me question whether I could actually do this because I used to think that because I got all these holidays and because I lived in this such an amazing part of the world like it was ungrateful of me not to go on holiday every time I got time off because I'd been so used to doing that and everyone around me was doing the same thing but I decided that what it was what was getting in my way Because there are things that ideally we'd like to incorporate into every stage of our life, like fitness, travel, time with friends, going out. But what if actually those things are getting in the way of you making much progress beyond meditating every day and journaling every so often and not putting in the actual hard work? We should consider whether these things are really adding to our own growth or just keeping us comfortable where we are. Now, no one can answer that for you. I decided that Even though travel is one of my passions, I had to put it on pause for a while while I built stuff. And I realized how this sounds like, oh, I didn't have, I had to give up traveling. But you could look at this in the same way as like drinking or partying. Perhaps you feel like you have to do it because that's what everyone in your circle is doing. And this is an excuse. Getting back that time from all the trips I used to go on made a huge difference at the beginning of my business. And then the other thing is energy. I used to get home and be exhausted, like genuinely so tired from a long day and then long drive home. I had all these things that I needed to do for my business after school, but those kind of things that no one would be checking if I didn't do them. And it was easy not to do them. So forcing myself to get off the sofa and do them was a really big challenge. And full disclosure, it still is. When I don't have a call or something requiring my attention, I still (laughs) procrastinate sometimes. But I've come up with strategies that have helped make this less likely. And I don't do it nearly as often as I used to now. And I'll talk more about these things in a second, but they are, number one, learning to make my plans flexible and preparing in advance to see them through properly. And I'm going to do a whole episode about this at a later date because it's just too much for me to talk about now. Number two, allowing myself time to chill without guilt and visualizing myself carrying out the task before starting. And this is like something I don't really hear anyone talk about. Obviously, we talk about visualization, but what I prefer to do when I visualize is actually visualize myself completing the task, not the results that doing that task will bring me, not myself like sitting on a beach in five years with this perfect house behind me or this beautiful family around me. 
No, I focus on visualizing myself doing the thing and having it completed, like launching this podcast, right? So many times I visualized myself sitting down, recording episodes, uploading them, and then seeing them on the app. And now the fact that that is really happening is just amazing. I am so happy. But actually, I have a little goodie for you. It's probably a good time for me to talk about this. If you are listening to this podcast right now, uh, whatever time it is in 2023, you can get access to a free guided visualization that will help you visualize yourself doing the task. And I will tell you more about that at the end of the podcast. So make sure that you are listening all the way through. And the next three things that I'm going to talk about for the rest of the episode are practicing having daily conversations with myself when these excuses popped up. I found accountability and I made my journal my best friend. Yes, my journal became my absolute ride or die bestie. So practicing conversations with yourself. I talked a little bit about this in episode one and how to practice these conversations takes a little bit of time and practice and it gets more effective if you do it frequently and just don't expect it to work every time and especially in the beginning when you first start doing this. So the best way that I found to do it and this is probably from being a teacher is to talk to myself like I'm a teacher trying to find out why my student hasn't done their homework and I'm not talking about going like why haven't you done your homework I'm a really compassionate teacher if a student hasn't done their homework I really like to them to get honest with why and ask them about the difficulty level ask them about what else they've got going on in their lives and really get to the bottom of why they didn't do it and try and come up with a solution based on the reason that they give but you might like to try talking to yourself like you would do to a best friend or as if you were a parent talking to a child but the kind of relationship we're looking for is one where you're offering support to the other one and you want nothing but the best for them so it's a very like supportive nurturing relationship because this is all about curiosity and compassion like it's not in the form of like you know why haven't you done it it's all compassion and all curiosity so speaking of curiosity approaching your procrastination with curiosity why am i avoiding this task right now how is this other activity scrolling on instagram netflix random cleaning task how is this serving me and my goals yeah you're tired and this other thing is probably providing your brain with some stimula- stimulation and then have the conversation i know that you've had a long day and the scrolling is making you feel somewhat recharged. But how about we go and do the thing that we said we'd do for 10, 20, 30 minutes, and then we can eat dinner and watch Netflix for the rest of the evening once we've made a dent in this thing that we've been putting off. If we continue putting it off, how are we gonna feel? Behind, overwhelmed, we want to avoid this feeling more than anything. And then close your eyes, count down from five, four, three, two, one, vow that after five seconds is over, you will physically move your body, turn off the TV, get off the couch and walk to the place where your laptop is or to the gym or whatever thing you've been putting off. And this is the Mel Robbins five second rule. This is a great tool for getting out of a stuck cycle if you're procrastinating. 
So then you can commit to doing the thing for just 10 minutes or 25 minutes, but just make a start. This is the action that creates the motivation and not the other way around. So you act yourself into a new way of behaving. Stop expecting yourself to think yourself into a new way of acting. That's a loose quote, I think, from Robin Sharma, the author of The Monkey Sold It's Ferrari and The 5am Club. Those are two of my favorite books. Practice doing this. Every time you catch yourself making the choice to not get up and do the thing, practice this and watch things change for you. So backtracking a little bit to committing to doing the thing for 10 minutes, I want to talk about accountability. External accountability is a super effective way to get you off your ask and get through those excuses. You know, think deadlines, people asking you for work, those things that you had during your time at school that you just (laughs) dread. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you can relate to that feeling of lying awake a few days before a big school project deadline is up and you haven't even started like regretting not having started earlier feeling overwhelmed at the thing that now you have no choice but to finish in a few days oh my gosh it is my mission in life to help people get out of that feeling because it is just awful so but that feeling is obviously reserved when you have a looming deadline someone who is going to be let down if you don't get it done or some kind of penalization if you miss the deadline and I'm not saying that we should try to mimic that feeling with anything that we set up by ourselves, but we should have something holding us accountable. But how do we get that that external accountability when we're working on something that is just for us, especially if no one really knows what we're doing? It can be very easy to tell ourselves, mm, nah, not today, tomorrow, and that tomorrow just never really arrives because the accountability isn't there to propel us into action. The ability to hold yourself accountable and to trust yourself to do what you say you're going to do is the ultimate goal here. We want to be able to say to ourselves, I'll have completed this phase of the project by this deadline and then hold ourselves accountable to that. But the standard productivity advice of set yourself a deadline just doesn't work. And if you're new to this and you don't have anyone or anything holding you accountable, it can be really challenging to make this happen right off the bat. So yeah, we're working towards that goal of being able to hold yourself accountable. So two of the most effective ways I've come across or I've tried that have helped me get better at holding myself accountable are number one, hiring someone to hold you accountable in the form of a coach. Firstly, investing in yourself gives you skin in the game. You want to get a return on your investment, right? And following through with what you've agreed to do with your coach ensures that you will see the ROI. Now, hiring a coach and expecting that just making the investment in itself is what's going to change your life is not what coaching is. And I think sadly, that is what I am seeing being marketed and sold online quite a lot right now, that you can just purchase the transformation. Um, I'm sorry, but you have got to do the work. But what coaching can do, and this is definitely true of my coaching and coaches that I've worked worked with, is to help you figure out exactly what work you need to be prioritizing by asking you the right questions, getting super, super deep with this, teaching you how to plan with your goals in mind and follow through with those plans. Learn how to value the growth that comes with the process of taking the action and of course, ensure that you are held accountable. And the second thing, Good news, this is a tool, a technology tool or a hack. If you enjoy that word, personally, I do not. 
that will help keep you accountable using a technique that in the ADHD world we called body doubling. And this is something that I use often. Uh, there is a free version and a paid version and I'm using the free one right now and it's called Focusmate. Now what Focusmate is, it's a website and you can create your account for free. And basically you can book work sessions. You have three options of 25 minutes, 50 minutes, and they've recently added a 75 minute option with a random person somewhere else in the world. Okay, and I know that sounds quite overwhelming to just book on a call with someone that you don't know and be on a video with them. But what it does is it sets you up with this call, you log in at the right time and you say, hey, what are you working on today? And they tell you what they're working on, you agree on what you're going to be working on and then you turn off your microphones and you work in silence for 25 minutes, 50 minutes or 75 minutes. And I really like to use this when I have a task that I don't like very much and because knowing that I have to report to someone at the end is super motivating for me. Also, because I'm using the free version, it means I only get three sessions a week. If you want more than that, you have to pay monthly. And I can't remember exactly how much it is. Um, and I want to make the most of my sessions. So I try to ensure that I want, I, so I try to use them as effectively as I can. So I make sure that I've got what I'm gonna be working on set up before the session so that I know that the next 75 minutes or 50 minutes, I really don't use the 25 minute option very often, um, is gonna be as productive as possible. If you've got a task that requires some deep focus work, then Focusmate is an excellent accountability tool. And the next is I made my journal my best friend. And this sort of goes hand in hand with the conversations I would have with myself. Sometimes I would literally, I still do this, write out entire scripts of conversations I've had with myself about my procrastination. But journaling really helps me get to the bottom of what is really getting in my way. What is behind the excuses that I keep making, behind being too tired or not having enough time. They're definitely deeper than that. Uh, so what barriers to follow through are in the way here and how can you approach your excuses with compassion and curiosity so that we can figure out what is really going on and journaling really helps with that simply brain dumping how you're feeling onto paper or really asking yourself why don't you want to do this thing that you've planned to do if you've planned to spend one hour working on your blog post for a week or social media strategy or writing an essay for school or working on a research thing or going to the gym or doing your meal prep or whatever you said you were going to do at 6 p.m and out of nowhere you've decided to postpone it to seven o'clock get in your journal and ask yourself why what is the resistance behind it what's the resistance behind the tiredness is there something else that suddenly seems more urgent like cleaning the kitchen for the third time today that's definitely me why do you want to put off this thing are there any fears behind it? Fear of what? There are so many questions we can ask if you're feeling this resistance and we want to get to the bottom of this. Obviously, this podcast is a one-sided conversation, but if you feel like you need help with getting clear on this resistance, then where this resistance is coming from, then I highly, highly suggest that you think about my other very affordable offer, my single session get out of your own way coaching call it's only 44 pounds you will get a really in-depth questionnaire before the session we will have our call and you will get seven days of whatsapp coaching 
uh, after our call as well we really get deep into what's holding you back we come we can come up with a plan for you know what the next month looks like for you, you it's your call so you can do whatever you want with it um so yeah the link for working with me is also in the show notes so go and check that out and i have a present for you if you would like access to a free visualization meditation all you have to do is go over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating and a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode and the previous episode. Send me a screenshot before you press submit because it will get lost in Apple Podcasts or wherever before it shows up. Send me a screenshot and send it to me on Instagram and then I will send you a visualization meditation absolutely for free. All you have to do is leave me a review. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you go ahead and listen to episode three and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you want to feel even more inspired, then you can go ahead and follow me over on Instagram at Sarah Manifest Action. Catch you in the next episode.